Hello, you beautiful human. Thank you for stopping by to vibe with me for a little bit today. We're going to have fun. This is our time to connect, to reflect, to eject the disc of societal expectations from our mental and emotional hard drives. I love that line. In this space, we are gentle with ourselves. We are intentional about creating the person we want to be. We are compassionate when we or others fail. We are tuned in to our purpose and values. That's what we're about here. My name is Fran, and this is The View from my soapbox. Okay, you may have heard the Italian expression la vita è bella. It means life is beautiful. In my experience, it's one of those aphorisms that tends to evoke a pretty strong reaction in people. You either love this saying or it pisses you off to no end. Either way, I think it's interesting that people tend to have strong feelings about whether or not life is beautiful. Some people prefer the equally pithy, life's not fair, and I do not doubt that life is not fair. I do not question the messy, complicated realities of life's many hardships, and I certainly do not deny that the world could be a much better place for the people living in it, and that we should strive to make it better every day. But I can't help but come back to this phrase, life is beautiful. That's so powerful. How else are we going to make the world a better place than if we believe this? That's kind of what I want to unpack today, and as always, I can't wait to hear all the ways you disagree with me, so if this strikes a chord with you one way or another, do not hesitate to engage. I'm not here to convince you, only to encourage you to consider different perspectives and explore your values on a deeper level, whatever they may be. This is all coming from an interesting conversation that I had with my brother the other day, um, and he'll have to forgive me if I accidentally misquote him, but he was telling me about a concept in which he's been very interested lately, and that is the concept of radical hope. Radical hope in this context is hope that transcends probability. It's hope that extends beyond what feels reasonable to hope for, and it's an act of untold courage because with hope comes the possibility of pain the possibility of disappointment, and the certainty of vulnerability. Yes, that is the word of the show. <laughs> it's far easier to take a cynical attitude about life than to be hopeful. It's far easier to be a pessimist who expects the worst and is often right. I can't say how many people I know who truly believe that the world is an awful place and humans are fundamentally bad and hopefulness is silly, probably at least in part because it's easier and feels safer. But my brother and I agreed that this talk of radical hope is about much more than pessimism versus optimism. There are a couple problems with pushing the optimist agenda, if you will. Firstly, optimism, or the tendency to see the bright side and expect positive outcomes, well, it kind of rings of naivete, of ignorance, and even of denial. People who jump too quickly from problem to silver lining sometimes skip over the crucial step of acknowledging the pain and responding with empathy, which is essential for human connection and for processing trauma. And secondly, there's evidence that optimism is linked to our biology. Optimism, self-esteem, and mastery are attitudes that are rooted in our release of the hormone and neurotransmitter oxytocin. 
And there's an association between the oxytocin receptor gene, which is the protein that acts as a receptor for oxytocin, and our outlook on the world. There's more on this in the show notes if you're interested, and it's pretty interesting stuff. But the point is that it seems kind of inappropriate and definitely unhelpful to say, well, just look on the bright side, when the ability to do so is at least partly genetically determined and varies from person to person. On the flip side, though, I think that clinging to a pessimistic attitude is kind of a choice and is a bad one. At its core, it's sort of a learned helplessness. Nothing will get better, so why bother? It's complacency, it's cynicism, laziness. It robs you of your agency. And it reflects our human tendency to latch onto black and white views of the world. In reality, life is much more nuanced than all good or all bad, you know, black and white. Holding this sort of nuance in your mind takes critical thinking, and that's a skill that takes work, it takes grit. Your genes and your trauma do not sentence you to a lifetime of pessimism, because life is simply not so black and white. Radical hope is something that you can cultivate regardless of your genetic makeup, regardless of your past. It's something that is available to you even if you don't consider yourself an optimist. It's one of the very few things in life that is within our control. I know this because I have seen it. Some of the most hopeful people that I know, actually, not, not wishful thinkers, not silly romantics, you know, but those people that truly have an unshakable hope in their heart for the future, I mean, those are the same people that have sometimes survived immense hardship, that have known pain and darkness. This isn't to say that there's something wrong with you if you're in pain and if you haven't gotten to hopefulness yet. We're all on different journeys, and there's nothing wrong with the stage that you're at. But radical hope, I would argue, is not merely a matter of optimism or pessimism. It's something far deeper that is available to everyone at all times. Nor is it a debate over the nature of human beings, of the, the nature of who we are as humans, which can honestly be an overly abstract and even trite topic. I think we're all selfish, fundamentally, and I don't think that's necessarily bad. I don't even think people can be fundamentally good or bad or evil or whatever terminology resonates with you. I think that as human beings, our judgment is limited, self-serving, and often flawed, which puts us in a pretty tough position to categorize other human beings as either good or bad when we can hardly categorize ourselves as one or the other with any reliability. And yet, despite these views that I hold, I still consider myself a really hopeful person. I think that well, I know that you can believe that life is beautiful and you can have radical hope without necessarily believing that, you know, all people are good and altruistic and so on. You just have to believe that people are capable of good. And I know that that's a stretch to some people, but I think it's necessary. When my brother got interested in this idea of radical hope, because, you know, he's such an artsy guy, he looked up radical hope in the library catalog and took out the one book that came up. That book was Radical Hope, Ethics in the Face of Cultural Devastation by Jonathan Lear. And it's the story of Plenikou, the visionary leader and the chief of the Crow Nation, as he faces the possibility that his culture might collapse. 
Lear writes about the courage that underlies facing each of our civilization's vulnerability to the forces of time and history, you know, the courage of facing our exposure to erasure, and ultimately of facing the limits of human existence. Pretty powerful stuff, and actually really relevant to this discussion. This might all sound bleak and heavy, but you know what Lear writes about? Hope. And not just regular hope, but radical hope. What makes this hope radical, he writes, is that it is directed toward a future goodness that transcends the current ability to understand what it is. End quote. Wow, so what does that mean? Radical hope is the hope with which we face the devastating and awesome power of the unknown, whose flip side we cannot begin to fathom. Rather than despair at our powerlessness, radical hope emboldens us to conceive of the possibility of future goodness despite our inability to imagine it concretely. Quote, in the face of such a challenge, dreaming provides an unusual resource. It enables the dreamers to imagine a radically new future without becoming too detailed about what this future might be. End quote. This is deeply relevant to our everyday lives. In the face of all of our struggles and adversities, whether it's a global crisis, a geopolitical conflict, a big change that we're experiencing in our personal lives or communities, or even a private struggle that you haven't even told anybody else about yet, no matter the scale, facing that struggle with radical hope in the possibility of something better waiting on the other side, not, not the likelihood of something better, not the expectation, not the attachment to a particular outcome, but just the hope that it's even possible. That hope can change everything. We only try to make things better when we believe in the possibility of a better world, and that's why I think radical hope is essential. As long as there's even one person out there who has hope and who tries every day to make a, the world a better place, I believe life will remain beautiful. What do you think? Reach out to me and let me know. Thank you for tuning in, my friends. I appreciate you. Also, I say this every week, but you guys don't listen. Today is the day that you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the sign you've been waiting for. You don't even need to be listening on Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. Just look up the title of the show on your podcasts app, leave a five-star rating, and click write a review. It's super easy. It means a lot to me. And I mean, if you're still here, I'm, I'm clearly doing something right. So, you know, show me some love. <laughs> Okay, that's it for today. Until next time, be gentle with yourself, for real. Keep that radical hope alive in your heart, and do not forget to enjoy your life. And the sunshine. Enjoy that too. It's been great. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>